like the monkeys, huh? Yes. Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your, in head. your head. Let's serve up a little bit of in Lex ba- uh, Lex Baxter. Lex Ooh. Les Baxter. Oh, don't call him a bastard. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's uh, better. With our cocktail. Yes, my cocktails is almost gone because uh, Sunshine was loading his music, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah. So one one of the one of the things about the new soundboard is I, I do need to load in the music ahead of time. Um, so our drink this week, it's I delicious. I asked Kaylani. I said, well, "You want to try something new?" And she said, "Sure." Absolutely. And I said, "How about we do something with kombucha?" Mmm. And Kaylani loves the kombucha. So in my mind, this is what I was doing. I was creating a base cocktail (laughs) that you can either serve by pouring the kombucha into the glass first. Yes. Or top it with the kombucha. Yes. You could put the kombucha on on either end. Yes, you did both. Yeah, I wanted to see. You took it from both ends. I wanted to see if one worked better than the other. Um, And I think. um, Did you like it on the top or did you like it? In the bottom. I think topping it gives you a nice foamy head. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. It Whereas was a nice foamy when head. You, when you put it in the bottom, yeah. you don't get a foamy head. No, you don't. And it was a little flat. Well, I don't know. I, it looked a little flat. I didn't. I, I of course, had it My mask is getting in the way of my cocktail. I have to put that down for a second. I, I of course, had it on top. So. Mm. so we're listening to All Less Baxter this week. And um, listeners, I'm going to tell you what's in the drink, but I won't give you the proportions yet. Um, but I will post those, of course, on the website with... And it is worth a try, you guys. This it episode, really is which good. is 445. So my goal Ooh, was to create oh. a base cocktail, like I said, that is tropical tasting, tropical mm-hmm, in nature, mm-hmm. and then could be used with something like kombucha, which can be a little tart, sometimes a little bitter, sometimes a little herbal. Some, it's effervescent, right? Yes, it depends. Um, sometimes they even have a vinegar taste to them. Oh, Yes. So what what Those is in here is is pineapple juice, a little bit of lemon juice, um, a very a very small amount, of course, very of course. small amount of passion fruit liquor mm-hmm. with some uh, Don Q151. And it, it's delicious, by the way. And uh, pineapple infused rum. And uh, did I put something else in there? You had another bottle. I'm trying to oh, remember what it was. Oh, and Orge, of course. Oh, Orge. Yes. Okay. And I used, I used, uh, so I, I, I've been, I think I've switched permanently to Tarani Orge, their almond flavor, which they're, they really do coffee syrups, right? Mm. But I really enjoy the Tarani Orge or almond. And then I add to the bottle, uh-huh. I add eight drops of orange blossom water. Ooh. Because orange blossom water, it does belong in a good orge, right? And and well, they orge. just Tarani just doesn't. They don't do that. It's straight almond. So okay. um, so so which th- is not my favorite at all. I am not a fan of the straight almond at all. No. No. I love almonds that are toasted. But... And then you shake that up. You pour it in your glass with ice, and you top with um, 
kombucha, and the one I found happened to be a passion fruit guava. I found a tropical mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So I think if you find a, a tropical inspired kombucha, that yes. would be really nice. But you could also do a lemon ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, I think really you could probably do almost any kombucha. I, my favorites are usually the ones with ginger, though. Yeah. But this one, I've never had really the tropical one, but this is delicious. Well, it said it was and a limited edition, it, yeah. and that's why I don't want to tell is people, oh, yeah, get this brand. one. Yeah. No, I still have some if you want to try it by itself. It was, it's just delicious as far as the cocktail. I'm just going to say if he ends up putting it in the notes or on our website, you really ought or to Or giving it a name. <laughs> or giving it a name, yes. I will. I'll give it a name. Yes. It's delicious. All right, so um, why don't we dial up the mail sack? What do you think about that? Oh my! Is what? it big this time or is it small? Uh, dainty. Parts of the song sounds like the love boat theme, but anyway. Oh, um, I hadn't noticed. The mail sack is—it's um, decent. Oh, it's decent. Yes. Okay. Well. You never can turn down a decent mail sack. <laughs> I mean, at least it's decent rather than indecent. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's get that mail sack. Here it is. Where's your crinkly sack? Tiki Bell. <laughs> yes. Are you ready? I am ready, but your sack clearly is not ready. No, it is. It's not prepared at all. I hear no sack whatsoever. We've got all these other sound effects now. Oh, yeah. You need a sack. I'll have to load that onto one of the screens. Okay, so uh, this is a carryover from an email that Stefan sent us a week or two back, and we answered half of it last episode and the rest of it this episode. I haven't listened to last episode yet. He says, to be on more, or to be more on topic, what is your favorite Manhattan variation? His is the Greenpoint. Um, And he goes into sharing that recipe, which is a recipe that I have not tried before uh, until he sent that in. And then I did try it. And And Stefan, I will say that I love the addition of chartreuse in a Manhattan, especially that recipe. Uh, But I had green chartreuse. um, Well, I have green and yellow. I grabbed green on accident, not paying attention to your recipe, which oh. said yellow. And I then also tried a yellow. I liked them both. I think I liked the yellow better. Mm-hmm. I think it's Wonderful. herbal properties are a little bit better with that. So my, he wants to know, what is your favorite variation of a uh, Manhattan? So now I normally drink a rum Hatton using my rum Hatton blend, yes. which you can find on the Zantique Lounge website. But when I'm drinking one, um, I, like if I go to someplace I can't have my rum hat and blend. Oh. I like it with Rittenhouse rye. Mm. Um, I am not picky with my vermouths, and I know I know some people absolutely are, but I will use Martini Rossi for my vermouth. I'm not picky. Well, I'm picky enough that I won't use like Gallo or like some. <laughs> the husband and I, you know, like when the store is out of stuff, we've picked up like what you can get and then we're like as soon as we can get our other bottle back when we get to another store we don't even drink the other one because like it's gone there's some very bad cheap cheap vermouths out there um 
but uh, Punta Mess is is good. But again, I, Martini Rossi, I am just fine with that. Um, if you are not, then use whatever you like. And I I like uh, I like a lot of bitters, so I will do two to three dashes of Angostura, and also two dashes of Regan's Orange. Ooh, that's how I like it. But Rittenhouse Rye, that would be that would be my favorite way to enjoy a Manhattan. And my favorite way to enjoy it is to sip a different cocktail while you enjoy your right. Manhattan. <laughs> or, as, or as Pumpkin says, my old man cocktail. Yes, exactly. Your old man cocktail. She doesn't cave, uh, care for it at all. And then, and then of course, yes. it says, thanks for the great show and keep strong. Only 12 more days till the clown is out. And at this point, it's three. Oh, yes, it is. But we won't go in, more into that. No. Uh, Stefan we Mahalo won't. for your comments. Now, this next one. And I quite, I quite enjoy this question. And I think, Kailani, I think you will have some Ooh. feedback. Because you're very social. And you oh always talk to people at the events. Right? I try. And, and the marketplaces and stuff like yes. that. Yes. So uh, let's see here. Um, new listener here. Hello. Ooh, hello, new listener. I was wanting to write in to ask a question or two. I am a new listener who started Wonderful. listening on episode 442. So this is, oh. this is only 445, so that's really new. Wow, well, welcome. And just finished listening to 443. In recent months, I've been recognized, or I've recognized my love for Tiki after spending my childhood daydreaming about the Enchanted Tiki Room Jungle oh, Cruise yes. and the diabetes-inducing amounts of Dole Whips. <laughs> It's, a, it's true. So tasty. <laughs> so now that I am grown up to the ripe old age of 23. Oh now pay attention to the age because it's important to the question. Yay. And have been joining every tiki related group I can find. I'm noticing a lack of people my age that share a desire to immerse themselves ah. into the history, culture, and delicious drinks that is the world of tiki. So after all that, my question is... Are there many younger people getting into tiki, and is the tiki culture growing or shrinking overall? There's a couple questions there, My. so let's let's start with the age-related question. Okay. When you go to the events, Kaylani, uh huh, what do you feel is the age demographic that you're kind of seeing at the low end, up to the high end? Well, I would say that. Um, we don't see at our events, mind you, we don't see a lot of, of 23 age group. I agree. Right? We don't see a lot. 20-somethings at all. 20-somethings, really. right. So we generally see like millennial 30s on up. Yes. Right? But I would, I would tend to also say that where the Tiki events that we frequent are is also possibly a factor or the fact well, that, that who where they're sponsored i'm not sure i'm trying I've to remember i've been to the events on I both i wasn't sober at enough oasis <laughs> to remember uh much of anything about a demographic just cocktails i've been to the events on both coasts and yes. i would say that the 30 plus is definitely where it's at mm -hmm. and 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 30 30 to 40 that's the probably the least, right? Mm -hmm. It really kicks in at 40 plus. Um, 40, yeah. 50 is probably primary. And then you get to 60, 70, a little less, right? right. But, um, and so uh, what I have learned is that a majority of the people who are into the tiki scene are also people who love 80s music. 
Oh. <laughs> if that gives you an idea of when we were all... But it all... could just be because it helps us to reclaim some of our youth. <laughs> Absolutely. And Tiki does that as well as the 80s. Yes. So, um, that said... I'm sorry, can we... What was the listener's name? Do we have that name? I don't believe we got it. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you're a male or female. But I do want to just say, don't let that discourage you. Because I also know that one of my cousin's um, children, who's probably in the millennial range, though, but on the lower end of it. Oh, it's Joshua. Joshua. Okay, so you're a man. So he's a man, too. (laughs) My my cousin's son, Jeff, um, he and some of his friends are also... They do frequent the tiki scene. Um, And there is a little bit of a different tiki scene that is a little bit more, um, oh my gosh, I'm I'm losing my- Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say. No, but there's, but it's a little bit more geared towards that age. Um, It's small, I think, from at least from talking to Jeff. This is in, in we're talking Southern California area. Yeah. He has friends that have like their own garage, like their their the garage of their apartment all set up was like a tiki place and well more power not, to them. Not, right, but they're not frequenting our events. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Like he had never even heard of our podcast. So right, so here, yes. so I'll say this, uh, Joshua, um, you are welcome. Yes. And there is no one, regardless of age, that would not welcome you. That is one of the most awesome things about the weekend events, the marketplaces, mm-hmm. um, etc. And even the online ageists. And even the <laughs> online groups. We like anyone who can imbibe responsibly and who participates. So you could be a wallflower. There are yeah. there are some people. Here's my here's the here's what a wallflower is at a, t- a weekend tiki event. They, um, they go to the daytime room crawls and they'll go to like the bar or restaurant on premises and they might shop the marketplace during the day. And then when the nighttime parties and bands go on, they just kind of turn in. They're just kind of done. They did the pool thing during the day. They, you know, and then they're kind of done. But then there's there's those of us who are more into the party scene, and we're like from the first room party to the last one at night, (laughs) um, and probably maybe going places in town as well, um, and mingling between all of the room parties, and just you just you go 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 for like sixteen straight hours, uh, usually, Um, and hopefully you get a drunk nap in there somewhere. Yeah. But not, not if you're working for sunshine, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's another thing I'll say. Uh, we occasionally do see somebody who's quite a bit younger than we are in, in their 20s. Yes, yes. And um, one of two things happens. Um, they haven't learned how to hold their liquor yet, and they get drunk and pass out on a chair by the pool. Yes. Whereas the rest of us are a little seasoned, so yes. that doesn't happen. Um, or, shall or, we say it rarely happens. <laughs> or, um, they... They showed up because they heard there was this like party and they want to go to like a long weekend party or an all day party. Um, And they they aren't necessarily there for the tiki culture. And so they kind of make an ass of themselves and people are like, who the heck is that? That's a new one. Who's that one? And everyone's like, we don't know, but he sure looks, you know, sure like acts like an ass. Um, But we still welcome them. They don't get kicked out. Right. Right. Um, But I would. So, Joshua, here's the thing check out one of the events um and if you let me know what part of the country you're in i can help you out with that but uh go to an event go to a marketplace 
go. Yeah, I would say start with a marketplace. Yeah. Because that's where you're just going to kind of start to see the people in your area. Get a real bark cloth yeah. Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And just start to see the people in your area. Get to know the people in your area. Yes. And take some friends with you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll enjoy the tiki ride. I, I, was, I was not big into tiki until um, Sunshine. I think if people like drinking, they'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and most people don't mind wearing, it's a chill vibe. wearing something colorful. It's a chill colorful. and welcoming vibe usually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So now he also asked, um, uh, da, 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 joining Tiki-related groups, I'm, I'm noticing the lack of wheat. No, there was another question there. Oh, are there many younger other people? And is the Tiki culture growing or shrinking? That's the other part of it. Oh, yes. Um, so I, I do believe we are still in a growth swing um, so much that um, Tiki Oasis is the biggest event in the U.S. Um, it, uh, it it continues to sell out even with COVID. Tiki even event. with COVID, people went. Wow. Um, and the Palm Springs events, um, they've been selling out the last couple of years. Like you can't even get a ticket to it unless you've been a previous guest. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's other events popping up and um, they are they are selling out super quick. So there are, I, I would say we're adding another event or two every year at this point. Yeah. Tiki bars are continuing to open faster than I can visit them across the country. And I really think that it's also the fact that you know, like with social media, I mean, yes. you're just able to connect easier and you're able to access your, your niche much better, right? Y yeah. So I, I would say definitely still growing. Now, there was a point where I would say three, four years ago, myself and a couple of other people who are, you know, people ask us these questions. And we were like, ah, are we about to jump the shark? Like, is this, and Joshua, if you don't know, that's a Happy Days reference. And if you don't know it, look up Jump the Shark and learn about it. And, and I'm not saying that because you're 23, but you know, you may definitely not know that one, but if you do, good for you. Um, have had we were reaching that point and we were we were thinking we might be and i think some of us including myself were surprised that the upswell is still happening yeah. but it's it's gone to the point where you know throwing a tiki bar into the place they visit in a sitcom is more popular again mm -hmm. um you know you see some random movie and they're having drinks at a tiki bar and like things like that were not happening 10 years ago it was in the 60s and 70s and 50s, right? But after yeah. the 70s, it really started to drum out of a lot of popular culture. Shows like The Love Boat and Fantasy Island uh, were going out of favor. They weren't on television anymore. Um, and so there was like a... Replaced by Magnum P.I. The 80s, but 90s, and, so and early 2000s was just a not drought. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not waning. No, and I would just say that, like, we... If you notice, like, how long has it been? At least 10 years that a lot of, there's a lot more appreciation now than there was before for things um, that are um, vintage. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you're into the, if you're into the, the clothing, especially vintage or the furniture, the decor, etc., that's one of the great things about going to the marketplace. All right. So send your comments to mail at ZentikiLounge.com. Um, we're going to stop beating the email horse. Yes. Uh, At and least for today. we're gonna we're gonna take a quick pause and yes. fashion another cocktail, Woo! Uh, and we will be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We're back, Kalani. 
We are. Here's the music. All right, so we have a few things to talk about. Yes. Naturally, I've given you no heads up. Of course. I have no freaking clue what you're going to say. All right, so I want to start by telling the listeners something that I know they 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 like. They do like some tiki-centric things. And so yes. the first one is uh, I'm on iTunes quite a lot. Yes. And recently I was cleaning out my playlists. And so library. I, I had the playlist saved from almost every room party we've ever done. Wow. So if you were ever like, what was the playlist we did it? The room party themed is Genie's Bottle. I still had it. Now I've since deleted them all because I'm like, I've not listened to them since. You didn't save the Genie's Bottle one? No. Or the Moon one? Mm -mm. Or the 80s party one? Oh no, the 80s 80s one I have. (laughs) But anyway, so so in doing that... What about the Star Trek one? (laughs) No, I don't think I kept that one. Wow. I, uh... Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, my brain. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's I came okay. a, I it, came across I came across some uh, new playlists that mm-hmm. iTunes has put in. So every once in a while I'll go to iTunes Radio and I'll just search for Exotica. And they they have Exotica Essentials and they have a couple of other things and we've recommended them before on the podcast, but now they have a separate list, three new ones that I had not come across before that really? I think people are going to like. So we are listening to all Les Baxter today. And Les Baxter is one of the gods of Exotica. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he created this music that you're hearing that both makes you feel perfectly at home in a dimly lit tiki bar, sipping your cocktail. Yes. Also makes you feel perfectly at home at the pool. You're relaxing. True, true. And you want that background music with no yes. vocals. Um, and also is is wonderful uh just to you know sometimes put on the put on in the car during traffic can i have it can i make another suggestion you may lovely background music when you're entertaining yes for cocktail parties especially especially cocktail but even just you know quiet dinner music in the background yeah you know lovely and people will say what is this yes and you say, well, it's something called exotic, uh, exotica, which is yes. um, it's a it's a spinoff of jazz. Uh, but anywho, so this is Les Baxter Essentials on iTunes, and I think there's about 24 tracks in there. And then nice. they also have Esquivel Essentials. You know, I searched for Le- Les Baxter one before, and we didn't, and never found it. So I'm well, happy to hear that now, it's yeah. there. And then there's an Esquivel Essentials, another 24 plus nice. songs that they have there, and there's also a Martin Denny Essentials. Ooh. Um, I'm now they don't have an Arthur Lyman essentials, but I played all Arthur Lyman on the last episode of Pumpkin. So if you're looking for easy peasy song lists, yes, just go on go on iTunes and and look at all three of these and um, hit the plus button, put and them you all have in your Apple library. Products. Yeah, yes. I think I think you'll really like them. Um, I had almost every one of these songs already in my. Uh, in my library because I have nice these on just, vinyl and digital for yeah. the most part, but uh, not everybody collects music as much. So I think I think you'll really appreciate it. Very nice, especially for our friend Joshua, who's just newly getting into this. Yes. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think music was really my gateway. That was how your cocktails was mine. 
<laughs> uh, for real. <laughs> well, when I yeah, when I was more when I was first getting into exotica tiki, um, I was terrible with cocktails, and that's how we got the pineapple pussy. Yes. That drink is not. You know, not I, good. I have not even. I cannot even remember it. Pumpkin likes it. Yeah. It's just equal parts. It's it's terrible. It's equal equal parts. Equal <laughs> parts pineapple and OJ. And I wasn't even using fresh back then. Wow. With uh, the high proof vodka. So it's the oh, 50% yeah. instead of 40%. So the I like the Smirnoff blue label for that. And um, grenadine. That's it. Ugh. I won't even use grenadine now. Oh. Well, there's one drink you used. What was that? And I don't, we don't want it. We don't need to mention it. Okay. But, uh, and I called it the pineapple pussy because even, even then, even, it was in, pink, even in my twenties, right? Joshua, I knew that if you named a drink, something naughty, people would be like, I want that. Exactly. And, and it, was, a it hit. was pink. Yes. That I do remember, but I don't remember the flavor. I, I was, I'd already probably had other cocktails. It's, it's like fruit melange. That's mm. all it is. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that stands out in it. And that's why I think it's such a bad drink. Wah, but but wah. pumpkin likes it because it's sweet and fruity, and it does the trick. Yes. Um, I have to say really quickly, I'm going to interrupt can. you, just yeah. that our second cocktail in the second half of the show here is just our previous cocktail without the kombucha. And let me just say, it stands up on its own. You think so? I think I think that it does. I mean, I I like it with the kombucha. But um, I also like it like this. I like it better with the kombucha. Yeah. But I like it like this, too. I mean, it stands up on its own. I don't think that... I think that you could add other things to this, though, too. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Uh, let's see here. Um, the next thing that I want to mention is something that um, I've come across on the TikToks. Oh, my. You know, I, I have not done the TikToks. I'm just not a fan. But you are. I okay. am. I usually do an hour of TikTok every day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's yeah. COVID. I mean, if 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 I was going out and doing all my stuff, I wouldn't have time for that. But, no. but I do. Ain't nobody got time so for I that. So I sip my nightcap before I go to bed. And then you just TikTok away. I, and I do TikTok. Okay. Uh, I kind of do YouTube the same way, I guess. I do that sometimes, too. Yeah. There, There's two documentary channels on YouTube that I can't yeah. get enough of. So there's a couple that I follow, a couple of uh, channels that I follow that I really enjoy. Actually, a few. One of the little ditties going around on TikTok mm-hmm. is somebody being asked for their ID when they purchase alcohol or a drink at a bar. Oh my! And the individual hands the, or no, this is what they do. the The individual says, "Oh, can I just show it to you, or do you need me to get it out of my wallet?" The response from the bartender is. Oh no, you don't need to get it out. I saw the one on there. To which the other person goes, the one, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, I, I, I saw the one, so you're good. Meaning you weren't born in, in this the, century, yes, so- you born in the 2000s. I don't yes. need to see any more. Which right. I'm like, oh my God. They just look to see that it starts with a one and they don't need to see anything else on there because you're at least well, 21. Guess what? This year, that shit's going away. What do you mean? Right? They're, you're going to have to look to see if it's a two, they're going to be able to drink. Oh, y- yeah. You're going to have to look closer because it's going to be in the twos also. You're not just going to be able to say, oh, I saw the one, we're good. Well, no, 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 no. But I mean, but it will still work oh, yes, for those of us ones, who yes, were born a in a, with a one. Yes. Right? Yes. That's that's the crazy thing. Yes, it will. But it won't work for those that start with two. Right. So this yes. year, so this year, and, and, and a bartender mentioned this to me, but I didn't really think about it when I was in Vegas in June. 
and he said, uh, he said, he said, yeah, if, if back then even he was like, if anything starts with a one, we were just about at the point where he doesn't have to really look at the ID very well. Right. Um, and now they really don't. Right. Right. From uh, now on. Yeah. From now on. Yeah. Oh God. Ain't it great to be from the old Joshua, days? Joshua, you have a one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barely. You have I a know one. I know he has a one. You wouldn't, get, you wouldn't uh, need to take your ID out of your wallet, Joshua. Yes. All right. So something that's bugging me oh, on another social media platform. Oh, my. On the Instagram. Oh, the IG, huh? So... Of course, the thing wants to make money, and so they have ads. Of course. I don't have any issue with that. Right. Here's what I have they an issue pay with. pay their people. Here's what I have an issue with, and, yeah. I, and I know it's not just a problem that men might have. I know that women have been experiencing this for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this onslaught of ads targeting young men and men in general, and especially gay men, going after them for... Like makeup, concealer, eye cream, oh hair loss treatments, so all those, many, all those things, yes. right? And there's so many for us right now. It's all the concealer and foundation on women right now. It's absolutely insane. And my beef is every single person putting on the dabs of concealer under their eye or the, the gel under their eye or putting the drops of... Uh, stuff on their hair or taking the hair pills. Every single one of them, I swear, is in their early 20s, <laughs> has never seen a wrinkle in their life right. on their own body. Right. And th- they're they're saying in the commercial, like, I'm so glad I found this. I don't wake up with black circles under my eye anymore, blah, blah, blah. And all I'm thinking is, first of all, you never did. This is This is false <laughs> advertising. Second... If you are waking up with dark circles under your eye, and this is what you look like now before you put that stuff on, you are doing something very wrong to your body. (laughs) Very, very wrong. So you never woke up with dark circles under your eyes when you were in your 20s? God, no. (laughs) No, I would get two hours of sleep after working two jobs, partying for a couple hours after work, and then two hours of sleep and getting back up. So, I mean, so, so now I... I mark all of these as things I don't want to see or I flag them mm. because I'm like, no, this is not, this is false advertising. This is not real. It is not real. Now, my question for you, Show Kaylani, me a 60 year old. Yeah. Show me a 60 year old. Where I'm heading at some point here. Show me that 60 oh, year old. Well, and then another thing is the probably I would say 50, 60 year old men uh-huh. and it's again targeting gay men and these like girdle shirts. Oh dear God! They yeah. have them for women too. Yeah. So yeah. they're yeah the girdle shirts. The girdle whatever shirts they're and called. dresses for women. Yeah, the girdles. Yeah. That's at least when the age group is more appropriate. Yeah. So is this is just something I really never paid attention to that like, growing up, as as a woman as you did, mm-hmm. like, did you feel that or did you think about it that all the ads were already showing younger women than whoever needed oh, yeah. the products? Oh, or? totally. Well, the other thing is like all the control top, back in the day, the control top pantyhose are all freaking rail thin models. Like, and all the Spanx, all the Spanx ladies, <laughs> I'm sorry, honey, you don't need Spanx. Like you're you might a need size a spanking. one. Right, right, oh, definitely. Who doesn't need a good spanking? But, uh, <laughs> but you know, Meow. you're a size one. You don't need Spanx. 
And yet, and just the idea that uh, that someone needs Spanx kind of annoys me now. Even though I have a I have a pair, but the idea that we can't just have our bodies be our bodies is just something that I'm kind of like. Why do we have to age shame? Why do we have to fear aging and looking our age? Like you know, other cultures, you know, it's a sign of you have wrinkles. It's a sign of respect. And now in our, but in our culture, you're just like, oh my God, did you see so-and-so? He's aged so badly. She, oh my God, she's, oh my God, have you seen, like I heard it a lot with Hugh Grant, right? Oh my God. But dude, he's like 60 something. Like, so what? He's it, like, that's his age. Big fucking deal. Like, let the man just be an older man, whatever. He doesn't, he's not gonna, why do we, why are we obsessed with looking like we're 20 forever? We're not 20, like, reality check, people. Well, you, <laughs> so some people choose to do a lot about looking mm -hmm. younger, and some people choose to do nothing, and some people are kind of right. in the middle, yeah. you know? And I would say I don't do nothing. I mean, I wear makeup, and I do care about, I put stuff on my face, you know, and I might get my little turkey neck fixed one day, but at the I'm same time. I'm in the time, middle, because I, yeah, I, like, I, 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 do, I do use lotions, and I do some eye stuff, um, but I mean, truly, truly, if I were really wanting to look as young as I possibly could, mm -hmm. I would probably stop drinking. Oh, yeah. I would probably not go out in the sun as much as I do. You would probably I would wear not more sunblock. have a cigarette at the at the. I wouldn't casino. have a cigarette at the casino, yeah. yeah. All, the, yeah. all those things, right? Because yeah. those things age you. Um, so uh, I, I do know a fair number of celebrities. Yeah. They say, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I get eight to nine hours of sleep every day. I That's where I eat fall a certain I eat a certain way, right? That and uh, weighing more, yeah. And I'm weight. not and I'm not willing to do all of that yet. Right. So um, I would say I'm in the middle. But I definitely um, I try to get the sleep, drink a ton of water. Um, yeah. I think I eat healthier than most. Yeah, I think you do. And um, and I do actually moisturize and do some retinol yeah. here and there and things I like that. I can't do retinol because it, it just inflames my rosacea. But I will say, that the one thing I do want to say on this, though, is like, because it is a little bit of a, um, a thing for me, is, you know, we, we've spent a lot of years fat shaming people. And, and I'm not, and I want people to feel comfortable, but I also don't want people to be like, at the same time saying like, I am, I am so overweight that I'm not able to live my life the way I want to and that's okay. Or I'm so overweight that I'm unhealthy and that's okay. Because it's not, if it's impeding in your life, it would just be like any other thing. But at the same, like- Well, if there are consequences. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like if yeah. they're not, if they are not able to live their life the way they want to live their life. It's not for me to say what they should weigh and I experience this just because my baseline weight, like, I'm going to be, like, I'm I'm just always going to be um You don't heavier. think you're going to be a size 8? I, I don't know, maybe. But, but, it's, but the thing is, even if I'm in a size 8, I'm not going to look like other women because of the way I'm shaped. Sure. But I spent my whole life thinking I needed to have a fucking gap between my thighs and I'm never going to have one because of the way I'm because of the way my body is built. So I was always What's the first thing you would do if you had a gap between your thighs? I have no idea. At this would point, you just take would a piece of paper like, and pull it back and forth? Yeah, probably. I would be like <laughs> I had this 
girl Tracy that I went to high school with, not not our friend, but uh, and I would just like always look at her and be like, "That's how thin I should be," and I would be like, "Eat this, bitch." <laughs> Look at, I oh my! Her. No, I wouldn't. I don't think she's she's probably not a bitch at all. Like that. But what I was gonna say is, we have come a ways away from fat shaming people, right? Yeah. And we need yeah. to do the same thing with age. We're still stuck in it with age. We're still like all afraid. Speaking of, of age, today Betty older. White is ninety-nine. Yes, Betty, and I love her, and she she makes ninety-nine look fabulous, darling. And while I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of this individual, I did not know she was 80, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. She's I'm not, freaking I'm not biggest fan, 80. But isn't that amazing? I want to have that much energy when I'm 80. Right, yeah. Yes. To still be screaming at people. Yeah. And, and running and all over the country working. And well, mentally sharp. I don't want to be working at 80. No. no. But, but, but to be mentally sharp. Oh, absolutely. Right? right? And yes. So... Yeah, but, and she admits she's had work done, right? But I don't care. Right. I still am just like, she's 80 and doing that. Right. Right? So, just like my grand, my, my step grandfather was at 100 years, sorry, at 98 years old. He was walking three miles a day. And that's it wasn't great. until he turned 100 that he said, I'm not walking that anymore. Now, at 99, now, yeah, he was. At now the one, he was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Now, the one political thing I will say is yes. we don't need anybody who's 80 representing us anymore. Mm. You're, you're representing such a minuscule portion of the population. Not really. Not really, because the, the baby boomers are in their 80s. No, 70s and 80s. But this, this is what I'm saying is, is I want people who are more mid-age and younger representing us. People uh, who are going to make decisions there, based on... People who are going to make decisions based on what's going to happen yeah. in the next 20, 30, 40 years. aren't white. That's sure, diversity is right? great too. Right, absolutely. But I, but I don't, I don't have a problem with, I don't really have as much of a problem with their age. We as need more I age do. diversity, I think. I, I definitely want to see younger people, but we are starting to get more younger people and and more people of color. So I think that I think that will and more start women. To shift. Yes, definitely more women. We definitely are getting more women. I believe I believe uh, one particular party voted in like one more woman this year. <laughs> like that. Anywho, and now they have three. No. <laughs> uh, can you Joking. talk about politics in a tiki bar? You can, but don't go too deep into it. Yeah. Um, Keep so, it surface. So there's um, there's a, a, a lot of apps out there, and um, social media platforms that people can use to stay in touch with each other, right? And I'm sorry, I have to go back to that really fast because I want to think that when I'm 80, uh-huh. my that I will still have relevancy in our society. And I think that to say that we need to get rid of all the old people is That's to not say what that I age, said. Or, or to, to say that we need to, pretty much. But I mean, people, like, but, I don't want people 80 representing me. But people who are that I, age, there's actually a lot of them. Right. And I, who like are I, said, I would love to see that sway, but I don't want to say that I don't want anybody 80 representing me because I'd like to believe that at 80, I'm still going to be relevant. Oh, no. It's great to have the experience and wisdom that comes with that um, in a group of individuals. But when it's swayed too heavily to that, which is what it is. I do agree with that. That's a problem. Yeah, I do agree with that. But I just don't want to be just... I don't want to make those decisions because of She's age. not on TikTok. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I, mean, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> After the class action lawsuit for what they were doing with kids, I refused to go on TikTok. So. 
All right. Now, <laughs> there are social media platforms out there that have been shut down and people migrating to different platforms because yes. they want to be more open and they don't want to be censored and things like that. <laughs> so I was thinking, what if, because within the Tiki community, there are freaking nut jobs out there, right? Well, there are nut jobs everywhere. In every group, right? Yes. <laughs> so there are some freaking nut jobs out there. And um, I was like, well, what would be the, what would be the new app? that the Tiki nut jobs go to. And I came up with it. Oh, yeah. It would be called Shangra. Shangra? It's short for, <laughs> no it's short for Shangri-La. <laughs> no right? Law. But it would just be called Shangra, right? Because you can't just call it something else. It has to be like a shortened version of it or something sounds uh, similar okay. to, right? That's the, that's the way it works. So it would be Shangra. And this is where all the Tiki nut jobs go. So um, they're... they're what would be the reasoning for Shangra? Oh, because um, on Facebook uh -huh. and Instagram, um, a lot of people are calling these nut jobs out for mm. having beliefs that are completely not based in any type of reality. Right. Yes. And not you know, researching conspiracy to see theory. If, yes, exactly. Nut not job bullshit checking stuff. checking to see if what you're listening to is based in reality. Right. Yeah. Um, or you might say something as simple as, um, you know, I, I, I think that a particular rum is the bee's knees and these people just go off because a particular person that they really don't like is supposedly a stakeholder in the company and is you know related to George Soros oh, and wow. is trying to put microchips in us and then we're like oh, no, no, God, no 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 yes. no 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 first no, of all none of it's on the rabbit hole, none yes. of it's true and also right. this is just rum <laughs> right yeah no we're talking about rum honey yes Yes, we're talking about rum. So, I think I think Shangra. those people need an app, and well, I think it would be called Shangra. Why don't you start it? Why don't oh, you God, start no. it so that you can just make money off of their stupidity? I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> Ladies so and gentlemen, anybody out there that doesn't that isn't as as scrupulous as, as it isn't as scrupulous as Sunshine, there's your business idea. Make yourself a, a billionaire. The Zen Tiki Lounge is so now sponsored by Shangra. Do you love tiki culture, exotica, Polynesian cocktails? Do you like hanging out in your own dimly lit tiki bar? Do you also not like anyone else who doesn't look like you? Do you have a problem with people who have an accent? <laughs> Sign up for Shangra. It's, it was, it's just for you. Do you want to preserve your traditional values? Yes, that's right. Do you have do you have a godson who turns out enjoys the company of men and you <laughs> haven't spoken to him in 10 years and well you don't you don't put up with that kind of thing then Shangri might be for you So head on over, go to Shangra.com or go to the app store of your choice. Yes. Download the app now. And, and you too can be kicked off of AWS. <laughs> with, with code ZENTIKI1, you will get a free Shangra t-shirt. This is the first 100 people who sign up using that code. And it says proudly on it, Shangra. And it's red, white, and blue. For the Tiki Nut Jobs. It's red, white, and blue, right? Yes, of course it is. Yes. Oh my. And you should you should give them that, and then and then just be mean and just send it in red, white, and green. 
like we ran out of <laughs> we ran out of the dye. With a snake on the Our back. silk screener <laughs> ran out of the right colored dye. We're so sorry. What well, you know, stranger things have happened. Yes, they have. <laughs> um, what, well, what else is tickling your fancy lately, Kaylani? Um, well, I have to say, I think I've lost my... Oh, oh here, I got to tell you this, because I thought maybe some of our listeners... So I went for my yearly... Ooh, there you go. I went for Pap my smear. yearly... No, I actually, I, that was, uh, was last year, but I haven't gone this year. I haven't gone to that since COVID, but I will say I went for my blood test, and because I skipped it because it was covid had started. So anyways, I went for my yearly physical blood testy work and found out that I was on the border, which shocked the hell out of me, on the just on the border, but on the normal side for B12. And I thought this might be interesting to some of our people because I was also complaining to my doctor about like feeling like, dude, I, like, am I losing my freaking mind? Like I felt like cognitively I was like in the middle of talking, I'd forget what I was saying, or like my brain, like I'd like I'd lose words, and I, I was seriously getting concerned. Like, am, are you I'm, experiencing like, cognitive dysfunction? <laughs> exactly. You should go to Shangra and download the app now. There's a lot of people just like you waiting to be your friend. Exactly. So I was a little concerned. Turns out that I was on the low end of normal, but still normal for vitamin B12, which I'm not a vegan, so I was surprised. But when, right. we, when we did do veganism, we did um, we did supplement vitamin B12. And my doctor said, if you're already taking it, I just want you to t- take some more, double your dose, right? Because you pee out vitamin B, it's, it's water soluble. So anyways, um, I just wanted to share with our listeners because many of them are in our group. Did you know that alcoholics tend to have B12 deficiencies? No, I did not. Yes, because of that very reason, because right. of the diuretic effects of alcohol oh, diuretic. and, and yes, the peeing. Yes, and you pee it out. Okay, that makes sense. And I do drink a lot of water, though. I, that's my main drink that I drink. And so, um, but I will say, um, I started taking a supplement, and even though I was in the normal range, and she said what they're finding is that even people at the lower end of the normal range are actually starting they're starting to realize that they are actually displaying some of the pos- some of the possible side effects of of being de- deficient in it so i started taking a vitamin b12 um, supplement every day and i actually have noticed a slight a slight and now you difference. can remember how to tie your shoes i can and i remember my name no but i do notice a slight difference and was just like i'm very, how do you okay no, no seriously like yeah. what what difference do you notice so I noticed that um, in the middle of sentences, it was happening where, every, like, I would say, pro- I would um, probably every, in a conversation like this, I would lose my words, Have I would have lost my words at least five or six times in the whole time that we've been recording today. I wonder if this would help my word mashups. I wonder. I, I've been doing it a lot more in the last year, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, where you, you accidentally say two words at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And um, the husband keeps pointing out, he finds it hilarious yeah. because it, it happens when I'm sober and it happens when I'm not sober. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. And I've had the same thing where I'll like, I'll lose a word or I'll like the wrong word. It's like, I can only think of a word and I know it's not the right word. And so I was just like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And I have, I have a family member that has um, Parkinson's and then I have an uncle that had um 
Alzheimer's. So you're you're almost doing it right there. I almost did it right there, but I got it right I had an uncle who had a thing. Yeah. I didn't take my B12 today. (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't. But I would say that I just noticed that that's happening. And, you know, I talk a lot for my job, for my work. And I noticed that's happening a little bit less. And I do notice that I'm having just not quite as much of a feeling of forgetting little things here and there. And I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. I am 50 now, so like I think that there is uh, something to be said for you know maybe a little bit of sure. older brain there, right? Well, I just created one of the ad pop-ups on Shangri. <laughs> Try B12 Betamax. There you go, Betamax. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Get your brain you right I'm back to you, right you back to the good it. old days. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. And so, and you control you control the shit out of them, and they would never know it. Anyways, but I just thought there was that, and I thought I would just share that little, little fun tidbit. The other no, thing I think I've been that doing, was I think that was very nice of you to share that. Oh, thank you. And I, well, one very, thing I will say, it's very very nice that you can be so transparent oh. and open. Why? Thank you. <laughs> and I would. You were also, waiting for me to say something yeah. derogatory, weren't you? And I was I, like, I was, no, I'm being sincere. Yeah, that, that was sweet. <laughs> thank you. Um, I would also say that I also... But wait, there's more. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, no. Oh, <laughs> are you going to flatter me some more? <laughs> no, he's not. It's no. okay. Yes. They come, they're few and far between, so we appreciate them when they come. But um, what I would, wasn't bleh, what I was going to say earlier is that um, when we had, um, what I've been doing a lot during COVID, and I don't know if I'm losing, again, this might be another reason to drink, to uh, use my vitamin B12. But what I've been like noticing is cocktail. that all of a sudden I'm making songs out of the, and I'm just singing songs out of the weirdest things. Just like my cat's name, my dog's name. Um, now um, that's normal. Gonna heat up some pizza. <laughs> gonna heat up okay, some pizza. So true story. So my, so we, my husband and I, we pizza. got this, we got the new microwave, right? Uh-huh. And um, it's one of those ones where when it's done, it doesn't just go like ding. Oh. It goes like dee doo dee doo, dee doo dee doo. And so my husband has made a, a song that goes, he goes, oh, no. your food is done now. Your food is done now. And he That's keeps awesome. saying it until the thing stops making noise. I love it. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, like I'll sing to my cat. We have a cat named Cheeseburger. My son named her. We have a cat named Cheeseburger. And I'll just be like... Cheeseburger, are you ready for some food? No, I don't think that has anything to do with B12 or anything else. Right, no, I don't. Like, like it's just happened since no, I think I I'm think, just bored out of my fucking mind. No, I think, I think what it is, is as we become more comfortable with ourselves, we just don't give a fuck what other people think about what we're doing. <laughs> and so we'll sing to ourselves. We'll talk to ourselves oh more. Gosh, yes. We, like, I, I have full on rehearsed conversations just with myself sitting in bed you know i'll see something on my phone that somebody texted and i'll have i'll have an out loud conversation about what i think about that as if the other person's in the room and (laughs) and the husband will walk by and he'll be like what are you talking about and i'm like oh i'm just thinking about something yeah (laughs) i've done that or i've been like i've told the dark passenger before like i'm really upset at my mom right now i'm gonna be in the garage yelling at her and i won't even be mm. talking to her i'll just be having that conversation so i could take the i could i could take, take the, the edge level, off take the edge off yeah. until i can talk to her in a more calm like calm voice can i can i take us to a 
take us to the dirty realm. Ooh, why? So, all right. So this this um, this is something that uh, you know it's both a blessing and a curse, um, and it it's the coffee shits. Oh my! Right? Oh, I have a song for that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee right now. Gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I, I need my coffee every morning and it makes things happen, right? Um, but sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. things might happen again after you've left the house and you're like, oh, that was yeah. done. That's in the you're past, like, right? What are you doing? And you're like, pull the car over. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Or I'm going to shit my pants in the car. <laughs> right? So, you know, that's why I say the coffee shits are both a blessing and a, and a curse. curse. Um, and the dark passenger keeps trying to convince me to drink coffee just for that purpose because I tend to be on the more backed up side. Well, so my, my blood pressure has been a little high lately. Oh, no. um, and I do think it's because of this constant stress of 2020 and now mm-hmm. going into 2021 yes. and COVID. And I'll tell you, I am currently fully employed right now. And even though my job is technically easier and I technically work less hours, the stress is more impactful yes. because of what's happening. Yes. And the constant worry of, and it's, will it's I have this different. job next yes. week? Yes. Which yes. I've never experienced a time before where that is like a back, yes. in, in the back of my mind, it's a fear that I've had for now a year almost. Right. right? And you have been with the company for decades. Yes. So my, so my yes. blood pressure is up. And, um, you know, and so, okay, so medication helps with that, but I don't want to take medication. Yeah, I don't want to take medication. Yeah. Um, And and now I'm like, all right, so now it's time for the anti-anxiety stuff that apparently pretty much everybody else is on already. And I just was, I'm I'm late to that game. Um, but I'm, I'm not, hoping I'm not that playing that game yet. I hope I don't have to. I'm hoping that if things <laughs> no get back to somewhere else. near what they used to be, yeah. hopefully I can ditch those things because yeah. I I don't want to have anything to do with that. But this this so takes me back to the coffee shits. Yes, we're in full circle here. Well, coffee will also raise your blood pressure, my dear. So I last week week and a half ago I switched to decaf, oh, so no caffeine. Oh, and no. Ooh, do you still get the shits? Yeah, no, the coffee still does the oh, work. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the the, the 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 compounds and the acid and the stuff in the coffee, it still does oh, the work it needs to do in the morning, good. which Too is bad great. Too bad it tastes like shit. No. No, I, I hate, no, I hate coffee. Oh, you hate coffee, hate coffee. yeah. Too bad but, I can't but use I, it. But I love my coffee, and so the coffee house that I always go to, I, yes. I had to, like, retrain all of the baristas, oh, and I'm goodness. like... No, I go, it needs to be decaf now. I go, I know I've been ordering a half-calf for the last year, but we're going full decaf now. Mm. And um, so now they're all trained, and they know. Um, okay. But I still am reminding them, because it's only been, like, a week and a right, half, two weeks, and I want to make sure I'm not getting caffeine. Because their, their decaf espresso is so good that I can't tell it's decaf. Wow. And so I don't want, you know... Right. I don't. I but because here's the thing: if I have a full cup of caffeinated coffee, coffee right now, mm-hmm. like I feel it in my chest, heart area. Ooh, yeah. That happens to me. That's why I kind of stay away from those things because I'm very sensitive to caffeine to start with. I never have been. Oh, I always have been. Yeah. So maybe maybe also it's age, right? Yeah. But that sucks. So decaf, wow. I'm I'm just fine with the the decaf, and and I can do that. Um, it's okay. Yes. I tried to convince my grandmother, who was on high blood pressure medication, I tried to convince her to just drink decaf. Yeah. Nope. But that woman could drink a pot of coffee at 9 o'clock at night and go to bed at 10. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that. My grandmother did give up uh, the coffee and the caffeine because it did bad things for her. And yeah. she, she got off two medications. She didn't need them anymore. Yeah. 
Um, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was too many goddamn tattoos. Well, I only have one. I was well, going to get another one, though. Your tramp stamp is lovely. Oh, yeah. No. No. Um, it's on the shoulder. So another thing on the TikToks. <laughs> oh, dear God. There. Yes. So I'm on the gay TikTok, right? Okay. Um, you know, you, you, you heart and comment on a couple of and then it just, gay TikToks, yes. and that's mostly what you get. And, uh, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But what, what I truly don't understand is why so many young men, and this is not gay men, this is just young men in general, have decided that one or two or even three tattoos is just not enough. There are so many people that are mm-hmm. completely covering oh, yeah. their entire upper torso yeah. and arms and neck all the way up to the chin you know, I have a with tattoos. About that. And I just find it super unattractive. It yeah. like like if I were to see the guy's face, I'd be like, oh, this guy's probably good looking. And then you he see him without a, a shirt, sh- and he had like two sleeves and a chest full of tattoos. Yeah, and I'm just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, Bye. A full shirt. It's just not my thing. Now I know some people are totally turned on by that, mm-hmm. but I'm I am, but I am not. I just am mm-hmm. like, you know what? I think a properly placed tattoo can be hot and sexy, but what I'm seeing now with these kids is just. They're out of con- these kids are out of control. Get, <laughs> Get off, off my, my lawn. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my theory on that is that it's just more recently, I would say within the last 10, 15 years, be- really started to be- become destigmatized, right? And I well, think- and now more employers will hire you, right? With That's visible what I mean. tattoos. That's what yeah, I mean, yeah. like by destigmatized, right? And so I think that at some point, so I think that we kind of are swinging kind of the pendulum is swinging farther in another direction. I think at some point it's going to swing back and be a little, hopefully we won't continue to, uh, I want straight edge. I want straight edge to come back. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I went to, I went to high school with a lot of straight edge people. Okay. No, no alcohol, no drugs, no tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they weren't necessarily like vegans as well, but they probably are now. I don't know. Um, but I, you know, I don't mind tattoos. Like I don't, I don't, I don't look at somebody with a tattoo and be like, oh yeah, ooh. But I also like if they're if if the tattoo's on their face, I can't do that. I just okay. No. Now if, here's don't put it on your neck or your face. I here's a tattoo I've seen, else, like, and it seems like in gaining popularity that is just this is like the hugest turnoff, where you get a tattoo on your chest, mm-hmm. and the tattoo is built around the nipple. Oh, yeah. So it's like the nipple is left blank and then the tattoo goes around it. So it might be like the sun god or it might be like a snake that's like winding its way around your nipple. Yeah, no. Or like, I mean, it's just, no. 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 I'm good. Well, we're at the end of the show, Kaylani. The thing I can't imagine, though, is it's tattooing your your penis. Yeah, people do that. I, I I I don't see that on TikTok. That's not appropriate. Yeah, no. No. Or even piercing. Like... Oh, women that pierce their clitoris. I'm just like, no, no. If I can't see your piercing, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I know, no. And no judgment against anybody who's doing that. I just can't imagine wanting, I I don't mind a little bit of pain, but I can't imagine going through that. It's really quick. It's like, bang. Yeah. I knew a girl once that had her clitoris pierced and she was like, it hurt so bad until I came. And I was like, I don't think I'd come. What? Yeah, when she was getting it pierced. She's okay. like, it hurt really bad until I came. And On I that like, note, I don't think I can do that. we're at the tail end of this episode of the Zen <laughs> Tiki Lounge. <laughs> don't forget to go to the app store of your choice and download Shangra. 
Because if you just hate lots of things <laughs> and lots of types of people, Shangri is the app for, for you. you. Yeah. Uh, while still getting your tiki on, you know. Yes. So if that's if that sounds good to you, you'll have to start some tiki conspiracy. Shangra. Yeah. Don't forget to take your B12 supplements. Yes. <laughs> help you be a little less cuckoo. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us here in this end tiki lounge, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. Make yes, sure you go to so. iTunes, leave us a review. We only accept five star reviews, but you can say anything you want about the show. Yes, say whatever you want. We have rocks, glasses, and t-shirts for sell at zentikilounge.com yes, on the store link. Uh, love our, our friends, our friends over at Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. They mm-hmm. always love to hear from you. Nice, soft cotton oh, tees every single month. And it's perfect month. for quarantine because it's just so soft and comfortable. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not even going to have a chance to play a song for the listeners <gasps> in this show because what? we just we filled just up the whole hour. Gabbed and gabbed and gabbed. So I'll play you. I don't you. know. I wonder if our listeners would rather you just play a song anyways and let it be longer. So, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to turn this up as you and I head out. Okay. Uh, this is Les Baxter and it's called Spice. And uh, we're going to, we're going to end with that. And until next time, Mahalo. mahalo.